0: Declassified U.S. intelligence saying the Chinese regime tried to meddle in the 2022 midterm elections. That report detailing tools like AI, fake social media accounts and harassment aimed at U.S. candidates. Over 120 are dead after an earthquake in northwest China. Rescue work is in full swing but reports say authorities are refusing aid workers from outside the disaster zone. Was the Chinese Communist Party involved in a violent San Francisco attack? A bipartisan House panel is asking the Justice Department for answers.
1: So I just remember one guy just uh, just put me down from behind.
0: And a closer look at China's spiraling economy as signs hint that Beijing's finances are swinging away from the West. Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. A new declassified intelligence report shares a concerning discovery. China tried to influence the 2022 U.S. midterm elections. That's to stop candidates critical of the Chinese regime from winning. The Monday report concluded that Beijing tried to influence a handful of midterm races involving members of both U.S. political parties. In doing so, they hoped to counter certain candidates seen as anti-China and support those they viewed as pro-China. The document highlighted one case from a New York congressional primary. It said Beijing sought to prevent a Chinese dissident who supported the 1989 Tiananmen Square protests from getting elected. The candidate eventually lost the race. Last year, the Justice Department charged five Chinese intelligence agents with harassing that candidate. The report also found that hackers linked to the Chinese regime had targeted certain election systems during the midterms, though there was no evidence that votes were compromised. The hackers also scanned state government websites. What's more, intelligence officials highlighted Chinese efforts to use artificial intelligence to spread disinformation. That echoes previous warnings from high-tech companies. Microsoft researchers warned in September that a Chinese-controlled network has been using generative AI to create fake social media accounts posing as U.S. voters. The same accounts go on to post politically divisive content. One such AI-generated image depicts the Statue of Liberty holding an assault rifle. A caption describes the statue as the goddess of violence. Google and Facebook have issued similar findings, linked to Chinese internet trolls, sowing discord in American politics. One fake meta account targeted Senator Marco Rubio, who has outspoken about China's human rights abuses. Outside of Congress, Beijing has also increasingly targeted local officials, hoping to build relations with U.S. politicians early in their careers and use them to influence American politics in the future. One prominent case is that of Chinese spy Feng Feng. She developed relationships with multiple politicians, including California lawmaker Eric Swalwell and several prominent mayors in the Midwest. According to the Justice Department, the Chinese regime has spent at least $280 million over the past six years to influence U.S. politics. A major earthquake has hit northwest China. The latest death toll sits at over 120. As rescue work continues, local authorities say aid is needed in the area, but reports say they're refusing help from other areas. Let's look at why.
2: Footage from Chinese state broadcaster CCTV captured the moment the earthquake hit China's Gansu and Qinghai provinces. Locals seen scrambling in panic to get out of a restaurant. State media reported over 120 people were killed and hundreds more injured when the magnitude 5.9 quake struck Gansu province around midnight on Monday night. The impacted area is in a high altitude region where temperatures plunge below freezing. Some locals were forced to light fires to stay warm after fleeing their homes. At one college, the door of an on-site dorm building had been locked from the outside. When the earthquake hit, students had to break the door down to escape. Zooming out, water, electricity, transportation, communications, and other infrastructure have all taken damage. It's still unclear how many people are missing. Daylight revealed the extent of the damage, with homes and buildings in the area reduced to rubble. Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen expressed condolences to China on Tuesday and offered Taiwan's help. Earthquakes are common in western provinces like Gansu. The area lies on the eastern boundary of the Qinghai-Tibetan Plateau, a tectonically active area. China's deadliest quake in recent decades happened in Sichuan in 2008, killing an estimated 70,000 people. According to Chinese media, provincial authorities said Tuesday that the disaster area urgently needs (laughs) generators, cotton coats, tents, fuel and food. But at the same time, they've refused rescue forces from other areas. Chinese authorities have a history of declining help from other countries or regions following disasters. It's commonly seen as an attempt to cover up the true scale of the damages and conceal mismanagement by local authorities.
0: Is the Chinese Communist Party behind a violent attack in San Francisco? A bipartisan House panel is asking the Justice Department for answers. Representative Chris Smith and Senator Jeff Merkley sent a letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland Monday requesting an investigation into an incident that happened last month. The lawmakers are the chair and co-chair of the Congressional Executive Commission on China. The November incident happened during the APEC summit in San Francisco. A group of activists were holding banners to protest the Chinese Communist Party and its human rights abuses. During the event, they were assaulted by allegedly pro-Beijing supporters. At least 10 of the rights protesters were injured. NTD spoke to three of the victims. They were walking back to their car when they noticed a group of men following them. They
1: were going to attack us very soon.
0: Coincidentally, Jang and the two others with him had been on their way to a police station to file. They had planned to file reports of previous attacks outside the APEC summit. But the latest attack proved the most severe. So I just remember one guy just, uh,
1: just put me down from behind, and then my brain just went blank
0: after that. I couldn't remember anything. Zhang said the next thing he remembers, he was lying on the sidewalk. Now both lawmakers are asking the DOJ for a report on the violence, including questions about whether the attack was planned by CCP elements or Chinese diplomats in the U.S. and what steps will be taken to hold perpetrators accountable. We'll keep you updated as the situation develops. Lawmakers in Washington are pushing to block a Chinese drone maker from getting American technology. Fifteen Republicans sending a request to the Pentagon Monday to cut off exports of U.S. tech components to Chinese drone maker DJI. This Chinese company is the world's largest drone maker. It makes over half the drones sold in America. Some U.S. law enforcement agencies, including Maryland, also use DJI drones. The concern is that these drones could send sensitive American data directly to Beijing. DJI denies those accusations. The Pentagon declined to comment. The Commerce Department added DJI to its blacklist in 2020. That means any American company looking to export components to DJI must apply for export licenses from the U.S. government. But lawmakers say a recent teardown of DJI drone revealed parts that were made in the U.S., meaning the US government had approved export licenses of american tech to the company. COVID-19 concerns are rising amid the holiday season, an alert from the CDC says a new subvariant called JN.1 is behind 20% of new COVID cases on US soil. That's as an expert warns China could be covering up its data on the subvariant. Let's take a closer look.
3: The World Health Organization just labeled JN.1 as a variant of interest on Tuesday. It's a mutation of COVID 19, which is caused by the Chinese Communist Party virus. The agency labeled the strain the fastest growing version of the virus. Now, scientists are concerned that current COVID 19 vaccines won't be enough to stop it. Where's the subvariant coming from? There's currently no evidence that it originated in China, but Beijing's response to the news has roused suspicion. A Chinese media report published in October was the first to announce that the country had discovered the new sub-variant. But recently, China's CDC stated that the strain was first found one month later in November. China's official statement added that a mere seven cases of JN.1 had been found on Chinese soil as of December 10th.
0: Outside China, the virus is spreading so fast. But in China, the number is increasing so slowly and still remains at a single-digit level. It sounds very strange.
3: Now, China's CDC seems to be blaming other countries for a potential JN.1 surge in China. That's based on a recent announcement accusing so-called imported cases of causing the outbreak. Looking at some of China's neighboring countries, more than 27,000 people have tested positive for the new subvariant within a week. Reports of death have also emerged. Beijing has a history of covering up health data and was widely accused of lacking transparency during the pandemic.
0: African swine fever, or ASF, has a new mutation from China. Taiwan's agriculture department said Monday that they discovered the new variant in a carry-on bag belonging to a Chinese visitor. The traveler had packed a small bag of Chinese sausage in their luggage, and two strains of the ASF virus were found inside it. ASF is a deadly infectious disease native to pigs. Taiwan says the new variant leading an ASF surge in China. On top of that, it's tested immune to the current vaccine. So far, only Japan and Taiwan have successfully stopped the virus from entering their borders. NTD found that the World Organization for Animal Health has yet to cover the new variant. Taiwan is warning that if the new virus spreads, it could cause a new round of the ASF pandemic in Asia. As China's economy grapples with rapid decline, Chinese Internet users are facing tighter controls on speech. Last week, the Chinese Communist Party's National Security Agency announced it would combat negative online comments about the Chinese economy. Following that directive, China's version of X, called Weibo, started warning users not to criticize the economy in their posts. It noted that violators could face serious consequences. A former Chinese lawyer responded to the warning. He said the new censorship won't help the Chinese economy and will instead hurt Chinese citizen sentiment towards it worsening the overall situation. So yeah, the Chinese economy has struggled in the post-pandemic era. Beijing lifted its strict COVID-19 policies and eased lockdown measures at the end of last year. But the country still hasn't seen the strong recovery it expected after almost a year. Looking at China's biggest city and the country's financial hub, Shanghai's Pudong International Airport is the first stop for many foreigners visiting China. But right now, reports say the transit hub is almost empty, with many of its stores closed. A similar scene is also playing out in another major airport. A Taiwanese doctor posted photos of the near-empty Hongqiao Airport on Facebook, writing, quote, many wealthy Chinese are migrating overseas, and in some places, most foreigners moved out of China. It follows a major trend as China sees fewer foreign travelers and less investment. Official data shows that foreign visitors entering Chinese customs in the first half of this year saw a 96% drop. That's compared to the same period in 2019, right before the pandemic broke out. (laughs) <laughs> the shift also started impacting housing rentals earlier this year. A video posted in June says Shanghai landlords are now struggling to rent out their properties. While over in Beijing, a social media video shows yet another near-empty airport. (V. <laughs> Next, a few tech updates tied to China. A new move from the U.K. is rejecting Chinese influence. A report by the Financial Times says electricity provider National Grid is ousting parts from a China-backed company. The removal follows concerns about national security. And an earlier weigh-in from a department under the U.K.'s intelligence agency. At the same time, Apple and Samsung are facing a possible blockade from Chinese authorities. The push may seek to replace them with Chinese brands like Huawei. Last Friday, a Bloomberg report said Chinese state agencies are blocking their staff members from using iPhones and other foreign devices for business uses. The order reportedly began in September and is said to have expanded to eight provinces. A substantial penalty against the world's largest crypto exchange and its former CEO. Action from a U.S. court is setting a milestone in the crypto industry. Let's dive in.
4: Binance must pay billions of dollars in fines. That was the order from a U.S. court on Monday against the crypto exchange and ex-CEO Changpeng Zhao. It approved the fines for money laundering following a case brought by the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Binance must give $2.7 billion to the CFTC, while Zhao is ordered to pay $150 million. He stepped down in November and pleaded guilty to breaking US anti-money laundering laws. It was part of a settlement to resolve a years-long investigation into the world's largest crypto exchange. At the time, Binance said the resolutions accepted the company's responsibility for historical criminal compliance violations. Authorities said Binance broke US anti-money laundering and sanctions laws. It also failed to report more than 100,000 suspicious transactions with organisations the US described as terrorist groups. Investigators added the exchange didn't report transactions with websites devoted to selling child sexual abuse material, and it was one of the largest recipients of ransomware proceeds.
0: Authorities say cryptocurrency can be more easily used for money laundering. That's because no country currently governs the new currency, making it hard to set up a regulatory system. Binance was founded in China, but left the Chinese market six years ago during a Chinese Communist Party clampdown on its finance sector. Crypto trading has been banned in China since 2021. Binance had operated through an underground market as a result. At one time, the company had traded $90 billion in cryptocurrency-related assets in China in a single month. Coming up, Chinese interference in U.S. elections. As a new intelligence report sheds light on the issue, what does the meddling target and who is reaping the benefit? We discuss these concerns and more with national security analyst and contributor to The Epic Times, General Robert Spalding. His comments after the break here on China in Focus. Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. A new intelligence report says the Chinese Communist Party has been meddling in U.S. elections. How do they do it and on what scale? We sat down with General Robert Spalding, national security analyst and contributor to the Epic Times, to find out more. General Spalding, thank you so much for joining us. Great to have you back on the show.
1: Thank you. Great to be back.
0: Now, a report from the intelligence community is saying that China tried to shape the outcome of the 2022 midterm elections. How seriously should we be taking this report?
1: Well, we should be taking it very seriously. You know, the Chinese Communist Party practices political warfare as its main objective. The United States uses military force to achieve a political outcome, which uh, Clausewitz talks about in his book on war, but. In China, it's all about politics.
0: And on that note, the report notes that China, quote, tacitly approved efforts to try to influence a handful of midterm races involving members of both U.S. political parties, as you mentioned, that were seen as anti-China. Now, how is China able to influence elections outside of their own borders?
1: Well, typically they use proxy proxies within the United States. A lot of times... These are influential uh, people in the China community and you know they have a relationship with the Chinese Communist Party and the, and the Chinese Communist Party works through them you know to um, make donations to campaigns to campaign on behalf of, to go out and drum up support particularly within the um, the, the, the China community and then also on social media. so, all elements uh, that the Chinese government can bring to influence election, whether it be local or national, they're going to bring and they have the resources, both money and people to do so.
0: To your point, the report does note that part that China was using social media and proxy and even paying influencers. But in terms of the political circles, what might we be seeing happening inside Congress? Any reports about that?
1: When you talk about any type of bill that could have an impact against China, you know whether it be a trade bill or something to do with punishing companies, whatever it may be, then you will see in Congress and in the executive branch lobbying on behalf of not those Chinese companies, but American companies who may have a relationship with those Chinese companies. A lot of times, politicians do this too. They're acting on behalf of their constituents. Say a Chinese company wants to invest money in a a, um, a manufacturing facility or something in their town, then they're going to go and lobby on behalf of that because they think it's best for their citizens. And why I've argued You know, so many times for decoupling because anytime China can use those relationships so that Americans are acting on behalf of the Chinese state, this is not in our interest.
0: To your point, we did see the biggest CEOs in the country paying up to $40,000 a head to meet with Xi Jinping on the sidelines of APEC. Given that TikTok hasn't been banned and this declassified intel report of these influence campaigns by China, how can Americans prepare for this next election and maybe be aware of some of the signs of Chinese influence?
1: Well, I think it's just that, by being aware, by understanding that We are at war with China. It's a war that we, quite frankly, don't understand. We've never practiced this kind of war. It's better thought of as politics, but politics in the Chinese sense is war. And so we have to be aware. And in being aware, then, who are you voting for? What are they saying about China? Are they not saying anything about China? I would be very concerned. Are they being very vocal about the need to prevent China from influencing our political process? that would be somebody i would be listening to and that would be somebody that china would be trying to convince you is not good for you for instance they may be saying they're a radical or whatever you know some type of you know uh, you know basically saying the, the candidate is not worthy of your vote it's not because they believe in those things it's because they don't they know that candidate when they get in office are going to promote some kind of anti
0: china protection general spalding thank you so much for your time